Welcome to the Pageant Planet Podcast. We are very excited about today's call, but before we begin the interview, we have Jesse Ledoux, our queen of coaching with our product of the week. Jesse, tell us the product that you discovered. The product that I discovered this week is called the Clinique Stay Matte Powder, which is oil-free. So for us pageant girls who are constantly wearing makeup, this is a great item to keep in your clutch to just touch up to make sure that you're staying shine-free without building and adding a lot of weight on your face. Now, do you put this on before, like foundation, blush, or do you put it on after, and then can you like reapply throughout competition? So typically, uh, you you'd apply your entire face of makeup, and then you would do your own loose translucent powder over to set with your setting spray. This is really to take with you on the go. So obviously, you can't bring your entire makeup bag with you everywhere and anywhere. So this is a quick and easy fix for just touch-ups when you start to see your T-zone get a little bit shiny. Is this something that's small enough and easy enough to apply that they could actually do it backstage, like let's say in between swimsuit and evening gown or something like that? That's perfect because you have such little time backstage. So you just keep this right on your station. You put your new uh, your new outfits on for the next days of competition. And there is a tiny little sponge that you just dip into the compact and put it right where you need it. And you're good to go. It doesn't mix with your existing makeup. It just sits on top to provide some um, matte coverage. I mean, behind the stage, a lot of times it's chaos. I mean, it's like <laughs> there's <laughs> brawls and butt glues flying back and forth. So you don't always have access to a mirror. Is it something that you can just kind of feel your way through it? Or, I mean, does the little package have a mirror on it? Um, what, what do you do to overcome that obstacle? Yep, there is a mirror right included. Um, for me, I use translucent powder when I am setting my makeup originally. and But in the quick change of pageant time, sometimes that translucent powder can spill and get on your outfits or it can get messy. So I just think this is a really quick alternative to be able to apply in, in the moment when you're super stressed and it's one less thing you have to worry about. Now, can you just talk like the benefit, like why should they do this even in the midst of converse, um, competition or at a, an appearance? What's the benefit to the girl? So it's twofold. If you're in an appearance, there'll be flash bulbs everywhere. And what does that flash do? It picks up the highlights in your face. You don't want your T-zone, which is your forehead and your nose and your chin, to have that sheen of, it's not a glow, it's clearly an oil. So for uh, especially those contestants that are naturally have oily skin, this is a great alternative and solution. Uh, when you're in competition, it's the same thing, but it's stage lights. And you don't want this, the lights to be reflecting. You just want to appear to be glowing. That's awesome. Now, where can they find it? What brand do you recommend again? And how much does it cost? Is there shipping involved? Give us the deets. The deets. Okay, you can find it at shop.thepageantplanet.com. The product is Clinique Stay Matte Powder, and it's oil-free. And it is Clinique, so it is a little bit more expensive, but totally worth it because Clinique is so known as the makeup with clarity and natural ingredients um, and supposed to be beneficial for your face. So it runs between um, $40.99 and $41.99, depending upon the shade. I would personally recommend the Invisible Matte. It works for every skin tone. Uh, free shipping, as always, at thepageantplanet.com as well. That's awesome. Thanks so much. Thank you. Welcome to the Pageant Planet Podcast, where we help you succeed in pageantry. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. 
Ten years ago, Selena Wolf represented Cornwall at Miss England World. In 2014, she won Miss Southwest England Beachbody and first runner-up at Miss Beachbody UK. She went on to win Inspiration Woman UK 2015 and Face of the Globe Southwest England. She is the current Ms. Cornwall Galaxy, as well as co-director of the Miss Southwest England Inspiration Pageant. Selena has always walked away with the charity title in every pageant she has competed in and is here to share with us how to raise money for pageant sponsorships. So, Selena, welcome to the call. Hello. How are you? Uh, awesome. And, I mean, it was been a few months. The last time we saw each other was in... Um, Technically, it was Paris, Paris Disney World, when I was over there for the Face of the Globe pageant. And um, you're engaged, so we had, that, we had that conversation before. So all, all kinds of fun stuff happening in your life. And uh, you're quite the equestrian girl, too. So um, first off, congratulations on all of your success um, that you've had in the history of pageantry. And let's dig in so we can help these girls raise some Benjamins. How does that sound? Great. Thank you so much. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> so what's the first step when starting to raise money for your pageant through sponsorships? Okay. Well, I think it's really important to kind of have a persona that you have out there. So people are ready. So when you go and speak to people, you have something there that's ready to be able to say, this is what I'm doing. So it's really great to set up like a Facebook page specific for your title and kind of start from there really and specifically to fundraising it's always great to set up like a sponsor me or a just giving page so you can collect everything in one area now is there certain software or websites that you suggest setting up those types of pages uh i always use facebook i think um that's just brilliant and it's, it's a really good way of connecting you can also use a lot of twitter so those are the two main ones that i use i get a bit confused of all the rest of them so although i am on them all um and then to do with fundraising then i find sponsor me it's very good if you want that directly for yourself to help you raise money to go into pageants yourself sponsorship money um etc um, and if you are charity fundraising, then Just Giving's a great one because that will go straight to your charity. So, yet yeah, you can have a, an amount there where you know how much you're raising. So, that's a really helpful one. So, you have – there's kind of two different strategies here. One, if you're doing pageant sponsorship. The other is if you're doing uh, charity work. But could you let us know, let's say for pageant sponsorships, what's some of the information that you put – on just say your Facebook um, page where you're raising the money, what 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 are some important things to highlight in your bio or why you're raising money, etc.? I think it's important for potential sponsors to kind of get a, a gist of who you are, and you don't want to be someone that is just just generic and hey, this is my name and I'm in such such pageant. Please give me some money. That's not really what it's about. I think sponsors want to see who you are so I think it's very important to put down your hobbies and your interests and very much specifically as to why that charity is important um, not charity sorry that pageant is important to you hopefully you're entering pageants because you want to be uh, an ambassador for that particular role and that system so hopefully you're not entering just loads of pageants 
Um, so you're just looking for generic sponsorship. There should be something within that particular system that really draws you in. So, and that's, and it's that point then that you can go out and say, this is why I'm entering this. Please, can you help me? Well, and I totally agree. And when you're looking at like GoFundMe pages, the ones who are able to raise the most money for their sponsorship, right? For their business, they also have, if you give me X amount of dollars, this is what you're going to get in return for that money. So it's not a bad idea just to say, if you donate $100, then I will do, you know, send you a signed autograph photo. If you donate 250, I will do an appearance at your next event and, or, you know, just kind of guide them and you'll have to know your demographic and what your title is. Obviously, if you're going for a bigger title, you can ask for more money. If you're doing a small local or a fairs and festivals, maybe you're not able to ask for as much. So, um, just kind of fill out your demographic of who you're trying to reach out to. But I would say specifically, you give this amount, you're going to get that you give this amount, then you're going to get this. So, um, based on your like experience, where do you look for after you have everything set up, like on your various pages? Um, and in a lot of these, they also have the payment portals there, so it's just one click donation. What who do you first look to for pageant sponsors? You go friends, family, business, walk us through that. Well, I think um, obviously your friends and family are always a great place to start. Um, but when you're going out and you're looking for business, I think it shows a lot more to a pageant director if you can get businesses behind you. Because as you know, as a queen, then you need to be able to be that person that's going to be able to get people on board on a much bigger platform. So I do think that when approaching businesses, it should be something that's, you know, beauty related and it should be a business that you already go and support and you already use that for example I go and get facials at a particular uh, place and because I've been in there and I've been supporting their business and saying oh you know I've been doing this and I've been doing that and I get on really well then those are the people then to go and say hey do you know what I've been supporting you would you be interested in supporting me and I'll do all I can to make it beneficial to both of us so those are that sort of thing really well and when you pitch them do you tell them what's in it for them like here's why you should pitch or here's why you should give or do you just ask just as a friend to friend favor no 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 I, I mean it's always on a friendly level but I really do think you need to say this is what I can do for you and this is how you guys can benefit from this so because you do you do want to be able to give that back and very much be able to make it a two-way street. I think friends and family to a point you can say, Hey, do you want to help me? Thanks. (laughs) But I think when it, when it comes to businesses, then you do need to keep it very business-like and make it very much a two-way situation. Right. I mean, being a business owner, I'm not looking for more ways to spend more money. It's like, there is so many other, there's so many opportunities for me to spend money on a day to day basis. It's like, where do you stop the bleeding? So, um, I think it is really important. And, you know, it's not to say you don't want to help people. You do, but you just have to weigh this versus your family versus your employees versus your marketing budget, et cetera. Um, so that's great. Now, in your experience, are there certain types of businesses that seem more inclined to sponsor contestants? 
Um, yes, definitely. I, um, I've i been so lucky to have a, a fabulous sponsor, Lemon Valley Studios. And he's a photographer and a photographer, he has a whole studio. So I find photographers are, are good people to approach. Um, and then I also have a dress sponsor. So I started off going to do a charity fashion show for proms actually for the prom season so to do one for the kids really and sort of that age group um and through chatting to her in the two-way street again then you know dress sponsor then and then there are as I mentioned earlier then somewhere where I get my facial so we're looking at beauty places as well I think what can possibly be quite useful um which is slightly outside of the box is for example, at the moment, I'm representing Cornwall. So a good thing to go to or good types of businesses are very Cornish businesses, very proud of that area. So, for example, in Cornwall, we have pasties, which is supposed to be unique to Cornwall, England. So and there's a place called the proper Cornish. So places like that sometimes can if you can pitch it to them in the right way, they can definitely get on board. But your traditional ones are photographers, dress studios, beauty. But sometimes you can go outside the box slightly, I would have said. Well, you can. And this is a not a publicly known fact, but banks are required to give a certain amount of money back to their local community. It's like a percentage um, of the amount of money that they have or it's a certain it's part of their regulation. So banks are a good place to stop too. And that's why a lot of banks sponsor like little league, um, sporting events, et cetera, because they're required to, at least they are here in the States. I'm not sure how it is in the UK. Um, so you can go to them for sure. A uh, gas stations is also a, a crazy one that in the States girls find some success with. So, um, I'm not a lot here. Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, and, and you know, attorneys are good too. Um, over here, attorneys are good. Um, most people are scared to approach different businesses like that, so they all kind of end up hitting up the same businesses. But mm. just go creative. Like, who's the professional people in your area? I mean, I know a girl that got her breast augmentation sponsored. So, I mean, you can go as high or <laughs> as low uh, as you want. Um, now, on the topic of family members, um, should you approach them when raising money? And if so, like, are there certain family members you should not approach? How do you approach the topic? Because sometimes asking for money can be uncomfortable to some. Um, I think it really comes down to how well you get on with your family and um i mean my mum she'd give me the world if she could but she can't so i really think you have to be you have to know your family and know how well you get on with your family but you know if perhaps it might be nice to kind of do something for them so put on a, a cute little bake sale or something and then say hey look guys you know come eat my cakes does anyone want to help me sort of thing i mean on a family level it's always a lot less professional so it's, you know, that's what all I can say on that one. But I, I do think, you know, if you've got a great family behind you, it's they always like to get involved and support you as much as you can anyway. So, Oh, my gosh. Yeah, completely. Completely. Now, what advice would you give to contestants who are having trouble of who to like 
who do I ask? And they're just having a hard time thinking. Oh, well, I would suggest to them to come on to the, the pageantplanet.com and uh, look up some ideas and perhaps listen to this. Um, I don't know. I do get asked this quite a lot, especially with being like the co-director of uh, the Southwest Inspiration pageant. So it's kind of, I just sort of say, you know, what is in your local area? Who do you already go to and support? You know, who is your, who do you get on well with within the business community? And then sort of just give them the advice then of how to approach them and what to say, what to go in with, who to leave, what to leave them with. So I think it's very daunting in the beginning, but once you kind of get into a swing of it and you've done it a few times, like within different pageant systems or at different stages, if, if you've got one where you can progress all the time, I, I think then suddenly you'll start, well, you will be a lot more confident and you will start going outside the box and thinking, hey, do you know what? I think they could be a good sponsor and I can help them like this. You just start sort of rolling with ideas. It's in the beginning when it's at its really hardest. Yeah, and I find it's best if if girls focus on where they spend their time. So you can categorize it friends, family, um, school, recreation, and then, of course, job. And then think about the people in association with, like, your gym or who do you go to school with or uh, where do you work after school or what businesses do you frequent. So by categorizing people in there, you get a whole laundry list. And the second thing is don't prejudge anyone. Just write everyone's name down. Your first responsibility is to get 100 names on your list, which is totally easy to do because statistically, every one of us knows 500 people. And jumped on your social media, you have 5,000 friends, but you can only come up with 20 people to ask. Something's wrong there. You're prejudging people. So just go through, ask everyone, and you know let the, let the chips fall where they may. So... What would you tell someone who's nervous or afraid to approach someone about the topic of money? And have you been, or do you get nervous or are you just completely comfortable with it? Um, I'd say I'm comfortable with it now because I do find that obviously you should always be polite and delicate about things, but sometimes the direct approach does work. You know, I'm, I'm setting up a charity event at the moment and I went to a financial person uh, looking for sponsorship to support my event. And I, you know, I was just sort of quite direct and said, right, this is what's going on. This is what I'm looking for. This is how I can help you. How's that going to go? So I'm quite confident on that side. And actually, they came back to me very much with thank you very much for directness. Yeah, we'd like to help you. And I was like, well, I'm sorry for being so direct. And I was like, no, it's absolutely fine. It's much easier to know where everybody stands. So I think very much that it's not something to be nervous of because what's the worst that can happen? Somebody can say no, you know, and that's fine. That's absolutely fine for somebody to say no. You just chalk it up and move on, don't you? Yeah, you do. But I mean, there is an emotional thing. I remember when I first started selling, um, like that rejection factor, it hurts. <laughs> Sometimes you, you feel you feel embarrassed or whatever. But honestly, after they hang up the phone, they're on to their next project and are not even giving you a second thought. Exactly. So um, now, do you think, I mean, there's a lot of talk of like writing a letter to a business versus face-to-face or on the phone, what kind of strategy do you find works the best for you in raising money? 
100% face to face. It, you know, people get so many emails, you know, look at your own emails, you know, the amount of junk you get in, you can just pass stuff off so easily. I think when people have a connection to you and they've met you and they get a sense of your personality and who you are, then it's so much easier to make make that contact. So always face to face. That's And then you can follow it up then with, you know, so like the other day or yesterday, I believe, actually, I've, um, I'm trying to get people to come to my charity event so again it's exactly the same with sponsorship thing you know I went in and said hey guys this is going on they then said oh wow have you got an event that I can look up on Facebook or whatever and then I was able to go yeah I do and then that way they're really interested whereas if you just send somebody an event they're like oh it's another event yeah I'll look at that later so I do find that everything sort of reapplies to all sorts of situations so when you are looking for your sponsorship face-to-face is 100% the best way to go yeah and you know I get people that invite me even like like close friends here in in Boston like they invite me to their event and they just do it through Facebook and the one person was like why didn't you show up I'm like do you realize how many like Facebook notifications that I get and and it's not just you know limited to myself it's it's everyone I'm like pick up the phone shoot me a text (laughs) tell me about your event I would have gladly went and supported I just had no idea so yeah face to face uh, oftentimes I can understand why most people don't want to do this because it can be a little bit more embarrassing a little bit more intimidating but honestly if you push past it you'll get much better results I found that in selling hands down now like what's a reasonable like what's reasonable to offer businesses in terms of publicity um as far as like you know here's a certain amount and i will give you an ad in the program book or here's a certain amount if you give this i will show up to your event do you have any kind of gauge or numbers that you can you can give us oh that's a tough one um Gosh, I don't really know. I, you know, at the end of the day, you don't want to be, you know, slaving away and you only get like 50 pounds or dollars or whatever. So I don't know, really. I don't, I sort of do it a little bit differently, but I do think that the bigger the event, then you can certainly ask for a little bit more. But figures, gosh, I don't know. I don't know, actually. Well, I, I can shed a little insight. So, um, First off, if you if part of your your pageant um, and there are systems out there that their entry fee is let's say three hundred dollars, but then the yeah. girls are required to sell let's say five hundred dollars in in program ads, and if you take the program ad and you divide it down like quarter page, half page, whatever, your pageant director will determine that. So that can be that payoff. And if you feel like kind of uncomfortable, like $500 is too much to pay for one page, like in a program book, if you're feeling uncomfortable about that, then what you can do as a title holder is you can do add-ons. So you can say, okay, for $500, um, again, I feel like that's probably too much more than most people. We'll say $50. For $50, I'll give you a page in the program book, plus I'll make an appearance at your event. You know, or you can do something like that to where you can add an activity on top of just the standard like page, you know, the cost of the page um, in order to help you close it. 
close it more. So, or I'll give you so many social media shout outs, like, you know, three Twitter shout outs. I'll give you five Facebook shout outs. I'll give you whatever <laughs> throughout the year and actually tell them what days and what times and work with them. So you can leverage those sorts of things. You can leverage your following um, in order to help you close that deal. Okay. So. Wow. Um, so if you secure a meeting with a potential sponsor, like what do you prepare? Do you put together a sponsorship packet? I mean, is it in a folder? Um, walk us through that. Well, I think you should always be as professional as possible. So with your attire and your makeup and like, you don't want to just go with a load of sheets of paper. Yeah. You want to put them in some sort of fancy folder. Um, and those sheets of paper really should be something to say so that they can remember the key points about what you've said. So you, obviously your name, they're going to need to know that. So, um, you know, just your rough bio, well, your basic bio, why you're entering and what you, why you're looking for that sponsorship and what you're going to do for them. So you can leave that with them. So what I find is a very good thing to leave with them is um, certainly if there's something that's going to, they look for social media coverage, then you can say, these are my followings. These are my figures. These are the people that um, are following, etc. And say, this is the potential that you have with me as well. So always sort of big that side of things up. Yeah, completely agree. Uh, do you, what do you wear to these types of events? Do you wear like what you would wear almost in pageant interview? Do you wear just kind of a casual clothes that you would wear to the mall? I think that it can depend on who you're going to see. But whatever you're wearing, it should be quite stylish. So that's what I do anyway. Like I might not necessarily wear a pageant dress that I would wear in an interview, but I would wear something that I would turn up to the day before the pageant in. So something that says, hey, I'm here, look at me. Um, I'm very cool or whatever. But, um, you know, so you still look like somebody to be taken notice of. Yeah, 100%. You're very serious about what you're doing. Completely. And one of the things I found beneficial, like if you take the word sponsorship and you just replace that with selling, because that's basically all that girls are doing, they're selling. Yeah. And it's just knowing your audience. So when you talk to them, it's just a normal conversation. <laughs> Ask them what's important to them, like what challenges they're experiencing in their business, what goals do they have. And then honestly, just speak to those goals and show them how you can help them get it. Like if their goal is more exposure on social media, awesome. You give me 50 bucks, I'll give you the shout outs. If their goal is what we really need is maybe somebody to help us sell. Awesome. Give me a hundred bucks. I'll show up on, you know, Saturday and Sunday or on Saturday and I'll help you sell cars all day long. You know, just something like that where you can tailor your message to what their needs are versus going in blindly. Yeah, um, perfect. So speaking <laughs> on that, sometimes sponsors they're going to ask you to volunteer or maybe do a bit of work in exchange for money, your products or services. Do you feel like that's a good trade-off? I do, yes. Um, obviously, it has to be a well-balanced trade-off. Um, so for my own sponsor, as I said earlier, it's Lemon Valley Studios, which is a photography studio. I have uh, done a couple of shoots there where he can then use my pictures to promote the work that he's doing and promote different 
ideas etc so that that works for me I get some nice pictures too (laughs) so that's great so I think yes you should be able to do something but obviously it it shouldn't outweigh you don't want to be going on working all week and breaking all your fingernails off for you know just a tiny amount but (laughs) I do think yeah you know my line of work with farming and horses and stuff but um yeah I do I do think that you should be able to offer back definitely it shouldn't just be something always you know if you're lucky then it's great and you don't need to do too much except for perhaps um social media and you can do that from the comfort of your own home but you know to go out and uh, perhaps promote at a weekend if they've got an event and go and stand on their stand for example something like that um at the end of the day you know when you're in pageantry you've got to be able to speak publicly and appear publicly and be able to hold your own so actually just see it as a training ground as well for being able to speak to people and get your message out awesome now, what do you think about holding an event, like getting donations for raffles, having a bake sale, or uh, other events? Do you find that those are good uh, fundraisers? Oh, br- yes, massively. That's what I do a lot of. So I do it for myself. So I have sponsorship, obviously, to be able to afford to go and compete because it's not cheap all the time. And also for the charity side of things. But, you know, whichever you're doing it for, events are brilliant. And also, you know, you can talk about that in your pageant interview. So and um, and it really gives something a really good topic where they can see, you know, guess this girl really works hard. She's really committed because she's actually taken a lot of time out to do something. And wow, look what she can achieve if she's our queen. You know, maybe that can be even more you committed. So, yeah, it works. I think running your events work on so many different levels. You can just use them to your advantage on in in a hundred ways yeah now are there certain events that um you recommend like i mean i'm just i've just read like where some girls sponsored bus rides to casinos and to the church or like you know have a special daughter uh, mother daughter day and um i read where people do a dress up like movie theater type thing um what are some of the events that maybe you've done or that you've seen done successfully? Oh, do you know, it's such a wide range. It's huge. I was helping, I was appearing actually at my friend's event at the weekend. So she actually has dress sponsors. So she held an event where a an international queen actually came. So Mrs. Uh, Galaxy International came. So that was a great draw. Um, but actually it was a fashion show and then a party afterwards. But the fashion show showed off her, um, you know, her dress sponsors. So that that was a good one. Another one, um, at the moment, I, I've i got a whole list of stuff I've done. Uh, a big, a little one, which didn't take very much, was I actually went on a onesie wonder with my with some of my friends and we all dressed up silly in onesies and we just went around and we chatted to people and were silly and daft and you know people told them what we were doing what we were raising for and you know they they sort of donated money um and then for example <laughs> I did a really really good fun one and that was actually a ladies night so I ran a ladies night and we had some butlers and um I actually had a drag queen so I'm not entirely sure it's like 
totally pardon tea, but what? Uh, that actually made. <laughs> what, did you have a little magic mic action over there, or what? No, we no, did. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't quite like that. It wasn't quite like that. But you know, we raised a thousand pounds that night. So, and that was a really good fun night, and people were talking about it for a long, long time afterwards. Um, running a raffle where you go to prize sponsors and get some really good prizes. So, I ran an online raffle where we I had Shavosky jewelry and Chanel number no. five perfume and actually these are all gifts that were sort of given to me as raffle prizes I'd gone out and asked for and said look hey this is what I'm doing would you like to donate to the raffle so and you know that raffle made oh gosh I don't even know online it was 250 pounds and then going more on that because I was actually we actually drew it at a different event so I think it must have made like four or five hundred pounds this raffle so it's all about how you promote things and how you run things but events are huge you know you can there's so so much beneficial that come to you from events so yeah and and honestly if if you're listening to this thinking I could ever put on an event partner with someone like um, like a restaurant or like some sort of entertainment venue and say, if I do a girl's night here or if I do a party here, would you split the revenue with me? So that you can tie in to like, you know, for example, example, there's a here in Boston, they have this jack-o'-lantern tour tour where, I mean, these crazy art like artists do these insane designs of jack-o'-lanterns. Well, that could be a fun event to go to, to bring, you know, 20 people to and then maybe you split the revenue cost you know 20 people times 15 you raised close to 450 bucks so um you know something like that can help you just raise money um selena how often do you go back for to sponsors for like repeat donations um it really depends upon the sponsor um I don't think it's always a great idea, um, but it it can be a good idea if you have an ongoing relationship with them and it's worked in the past. And if you have continued that relationship going forward, then you can certainly approach them again. If you've not spoken to them and they literally just said, here you go, or, or whatever, then... <laughs> You know, I really do think you can only really do that if you have an ongoing relationship. But I mean, if it's working and everybody's benefiting, then yeah, sure, you can you can go back to someone. Well, and and this is a complaint that I get in, in speaking with businesses regarding pageant girls whom they've sponsored. I mean, like national title holders, state title holders, local title holders, is that the girls really are connected. But when they get whatever it is that they want, the girl falls off the face of the earth until the next time she wants something. Well, yeah. as a business owner, it's not, that's not good PR. So you have to even like set reminders in your phone to send a thank you card, to send a follow-up text message or a phone call and just let them know how you did it to pageant or touch base like a few months. Like, hey, again, just really appreciate you giving me that 100 bucks. Um, or like if they are a car dealership and you come across a certain software or a certain blog article, or you just see them mentioned in the news, like, you know, you can set up, go to google.com backslash alerts and just put that business name in the Google alerts. And when it pops up, you'll, 
when they get mentioned and Google picks it up, you'll get an email into your inbox. Well, just go to that link and then read it. And if it's about the car dealership, copy that link, send them a quick email. Hey, congratulations. Just saw where you were mentioned. That's awesome. You people are great. Something yeah. like that shows them. I mean, it takes like 10 seconds to set up, well, maybe a minute to set up. And then after that, you're letting Google do the work for you, but you can continue to maintain that relationship so that you can go back a year later and just say, Hey, I really appreciate our relationship. You know, would you be open to donating again? If not, no worries. Um, so how do you handle rejection or are you at the point where it just doesn't even matter? Um, I, I think, you know, it, rejection always gets to us a tiny bit, um, you know, and it's, it's certainly tougher and gets easier to, to deal with. But I think in life, it's, it's one of those things you have to deal with at every turn. So I think that's one of the, the good learning points, actually, that you can get as a life lesson from pageantry is the fact that there are going to be rejections, be it sponsorship, be it you didn't win the crown that day. And, and I think it's all part of life's lessons. So you know, you've got to learn to deal with things when they don't go according to plan. But I do think that when it comes specifically to sponsorship, um, that you should always be polite and be thankful anyway, and most definitely never blast them on Facebook or whatever and just say like, oh God, they didn't sponsor me. They sponsored another girl. You know, don't be like that at all. Just always keep your dignity, keep your decorum. So, and learn life lessons from it. Yeah, I mean, I've literally had girls blast me or blast my site on social media. Oh my god, how could they do that? And then and then follow up a few months later asking for a favor. It's like I see those messages. I have software, just because I don't respond. So (laughs) the thing is, like your sponsors could be very much the same way, and you got to be careful about what you post because you burn those bridges, and you know, and that stuff happens and it's it's very real so you've given us just i mean just honestly a ton of just great uh like advice uh, based on your experience and clearly you have a like an amazing track record of raising money you've won every pageant you've entered you know no pressure on the ones going forward but you've won (laughs) like the charity award so you've clearly know how to raise money um, is there a question that maybe I didn't ask or if there was just one more thing that you would suggest girls do or one action step that you would suggest that they take? What what would that be? I I really think that, you know, when you arrive at a pageant and everyone's like, oh, you know, you the, from the moment you arrive in that door, you must hold yourself correctly and be a lady um, because you never know where the judges are. Do you know what? you got to apply that to every part of your life, your social media, your decorum, the way that you treat people all the time, because it isn't just pageant judges, it's potential sponsors. And you never know what connection you're going to make in the future. So I just think 100% always be on your good behavior and, you know, be that person. Hopefully you don't, you're not a bad behaved person. Like, you know, for example, I met you and I'm now being an interview by you. So, you know, you've just, you've just, you just don't know what opportunities there are around any corner. So always behave with dignity and decorum at all times, right across your social media and in person. 
Yeah, and you really are you just a perfect representation of that. So um <laughs> absolutely so, so selena tell the the people um like how that where they can go online what social media channels you're most active in and how they can learn more about you oh gosh okay well um i'm mainly on facebook as i said i have a page called wolf woman modeling and pageantry now because i can no longer change the name on it so that i'm kind of stuck with that but it's actually good because it means that i can put all my modeling stuff on there and all my pageantry stuff there and it's all in one place so um my name you i'm sure you've got it there spelt but it's c-e-l-e-n-a and wolf as in the animal with an e on the end so w-o-l-f-e um and yeah my page there is wolf woman modeling and pageantry so <laughs> I use wolf woman because that's what I used to get called at school and I used to hate it at school but it's actually quite apt really I think it's quite a cool name <laughs> that's awesome well Selena again thank you so much for taking the time and investing in our audience I know that they're over there taking copious notes and until next time thank you so much bye everyone Want to ask your questions to the title holders and professionals we interview? Become a VIP girl today and get unlimited coaching from the pageant planet. Plus, ask as many questions as you'd like for only $47.